0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings and salutations. Thank you for lending an ear to the voice of the times for Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023. For today's editorial, Rail Plan an Opportunity for Improvements. The long delayed fare hike for the Light Rail Transit Line 1, LRT 1, which took effect today, is not actually the biggest news concerning Metro Manila's commuter rail system this week. The more intriguing and impactful announcement was that the government is beginning the process to consider how to realign operations and maintenance of the ill starred Metro Rail Transit Line 3, MRT 3, once the build lease transfer agreement between the government and the Metro Rail Transit Corporation, MRTC, expires in 2025. The alternative plan described by the Transportation Undersecretary for Railways, Cesar Chavez, is a sound idea, provided it is carried out sensibly. Over the weekend, Chavez said that the Department of Transportation is considering bundling the operations and maintenance concession for the MRT3 with that of the LRT Line 2, LRT2, once the agreement with MRTC expires and the MRT-3 is transferred to the Light Rail Transit Authority LRTA, a government-owned corporation attached to the DU. TR. The LRTA owns the LRT-1 and LRT-2 and operates the latter. OWN of the LRT-1 since 2015 has been privatized under a 32-year concession agreement with Light Rail Manila Corporation LRMC a joint venture of Metro-Pacific Investments Corporation's Metro-Pacific Light Rail Corporation, Ayala Corporation's AC Infrastructure Holdings Corporation, Sumitomo Corporation, and Philippine Investment Alliance for Infrastructure's Macquarie Investments Holdings, Philippines, PTE Limited. The MRT3, on the other hand, is operated by the DUTR, which leases the system from the Sobri Pina-led MRTC under the Build-Lease Transfer Agreement. Maintenance and rehabilitation services for the MRT3 are provided under contract by Sumitomo Corporation, the original contractor engaged by MRTC to build the line, and engineering firm Oriental Consultants Global. The first and most obvious improvement suggested by Chávez's plan is that the ownership of the three currently operational light rail lines will come under a single entity, the LRTA, which would presumably make management more efficient. Under the current arrangement, there is a great deal of duplication of work between the LRTA and the due TR, including two sets of operators for the LRT2 and the MRT3. Provided a suitable contractor is found, the new alignment removes the government, either directly or through the government-owned LRTA, from the operations business entirely. Most users of the MRT3 would hail that as a significant improvement, although the newer LRT2 is generally considered to be well-run. Chavez, in fact, cited the comparative unattractiveness of the MRT-3 to a potential concessionaire as a key reason for bundling its own with that of the LRT-2. As he put it, our plan is to combine the good cake and the not-so-good cake to make it attractive. Any plan is only as good as the parties designated to carry it out, so if there is one potential pain point in Chávez's proposal, it is in the selection of the own concessionaire. Controversial deals in the past for just the maintenance of the MRT3 illustrate what can easily happen if due care is not taken in establishing strict qualifications for prospective bidders and firm standards of performance for the ensuing concession. At a minimum, qualified bidders should be limited to those companies or joint ventures that have verifiable experience in operating a similar commuter rail system, because of the critical importance of the system to the hundreds of thousands of commuters who rely on it daily. The proposed own deal is not for some overreaching conglomerate that simply wants to get into the rail business but rather one that already knows how to efficiently conduct that business likewise the financial state of any prospective operator must be carefully assessed as well so that the government and the public are assured that it has adequate resources to carry out its responsibilities to operate maintain and perhaps most importantly upgrade the system as demand grows and the rest of the light rail network grows Adequate resources can either be the venture's own war chest or access to substantial financing, if the latter is the case, however, no loan should require a government guarantee. However, we have confidence that under Secretary Chavez, having proposed the good idea, which, it should be emphasized, is not yet a definite plan, is also aware of the critical need to choose the right partner. As the end draws near for the current agreement on the MRT-3, we will watch developments with great interest.